Hail the king, baby. It's me, Duke Nukem, and time for my mental breakdown. This is my mental breakdown. This is my mental breakdown! Sorry I broke down. Keep listening. You're listening to My Mental Breakdown, the podcast. This episode is made possible by The Wool Exchange. You can go to thewoolexchange.shop to see a complete breakdown of all their prices and hours. This episode is also made possible by our valued patrons at Patreon. You can go visit our Patreon page to see how you can help support the show. Do it or Caleb will stab me. Welcome, everybody, to My Mental Breakdown, the podcast. Holy crap, we're live. <laughs> I'm your host, Caleb. I'm Cassidy. <laughs> Jake Pauler. Oh, no, Jake, I'm sorry. Jake, Jake Paulers. I'm Jake, I'm Jake, <laughs> Jake Paulers. Paulers. Oh, goodness gracious. Thank you for joining us today. It is Saturday, August 5th. And uh, we've got one whale of a show lined up for you guys today. Uh, thank you for tuning in today. And again, thank you to our sponsor, uh, The Wool Exchange, for sponsoring this show. And uh, you guys are the best. If you guys didn't see earlier in the week, we had Andrew and Corey. We did a live stream on YouTube. You can go and check that out. And uh, we did a Ask the Barber session, which was, which, was, which was really just us getting questions from like Dear Abby. That we thought would be funny to ask Andrew. <laughs> what wasn't it like? Um, what uh, advice that nobody asked advice for? nobody. Yeah. I, we kind of stole that from. But if you've ever seen Buckley, yeah. he does kind of that thing where advice. So we we, we didn't get any answer questions put in quite yet. So we stole questions. So next time you guys better put give us some questions. So that's all I'm going to say. Um, but thank you all for tuning in today. And uh, you know we've had one of the things I wanted to talk about. Uh, heading into the show was uh, yesterday uh, I had the great opportunity I, you know you guys know I'm a bit Cassidy definitely knows I am a big Christopher Nolan fan I love him right I did know that yes, yes. when she and I first started dating um, like I made it my mission to her we're gonna watch every Christopher Nolan movie every one we haven't done that. We haven't done that yet, but we've seen like Interstellar, Dark Knight, Inception. We Inception got through, is my favorite. Uh, Dark Knight's mine, but as you can go to our website and see that, by the way. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I went and saw Dunkirk yesterday, and uh, Dunkirk. It was really good. It was really not a lot of dialogue. Not a lot of dialogue. It looks good, um, yeah. It's a phenomenal movie. Um, it's intense from like the moment go like it starts and it's just rocking mm-hmm. um and it never lets up and by the way i found this out um in the movie i noticed somebody that looked familiar and i looked it up and harry styles is in that i movie. didn't know that he kicked ass in that movie he was really good i was really he did a fantastic job good for him um he did play this character named alex who was a uh he gets saved um, and he like gets with the it, 
just watch the movie. It's really good. Uh, but I bring that up uh, because a few weeks ago when the movie came out, USA Today did this great review of it. That's, Have you heard about this it's thing? My, it's my favorite news not. site. Okay. Well, I like USA Today. I do read them a lot. Uh, but they had this review um, where it was Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk, yada, yada, yada. Well, long story short, uh, there is a there part of the interview a lot of the review was praising the movie to be fair Mm -hmm. um most of the review was like the movie was great this part was really good the acting was phenomenal this was phenomenal all this great praise what what you would expect from a criminal movie yeah um but then uh you get towards the end and this is where people kind of got really upset Uh, was this quote here at the end and it's uh, the trio of timelines can be jarring because it falls three different places Um, the trio of timelines can be jarring as you figure out how they all fit and the fact that there are only a couple of women and no lead actors of color may rub some the wrong way Um, well that comment has rubbed some people the wrong way Hmm. Uh, (laughs) surprise surprise and uh a lot of the backlash to this, and I'm interested to hear your opinions on this, especially yours. Um, He's pointing at me at for Cassidy. reference. Well, um, I mean, you've seen it, so. Well, she didn't not. see it. I went oh, and saw it alone. Oh, no, okay. she was she was uh, at work when I went oh, and saw okay. it. Um, but uh, a lot of people lashed back at this because the thing a lot of people don't understand, like, I, I don't think may think about is this is a period piece about World War II British soldiers getting evacuated. Mm-hmm. So, you don't say in 1940 they weren't any people of color in the British Army. Wow, what a wow! I mean, I, I don't. I, the whole thing with that movie was it was supposed to give you this idea of what the war was like. Well, I mean, it wasn't an adaptation. It was based on you know mm-hmm. actual event. I mean, it's a historical you know piece. So. No, I agree. I mean, if you're writing a movie you can incorporate diversity right. mm-hmm. and women into that. But if you're retelling something that literally happened, right. You want it to be historically accurate in my opinion. Right. Well, and I mean, and that's the thing is like, I mean, really think about it. I mean, there's no, there weren't the women that would have been in world war two would have been nurses and aides. And there weren't, especially in the British Army, weren't going to be any people of color. And the whole movie's about the British Army. Right. So I, I, just, I thought that was just a weird, I thought that was a really weird line to have in a movie that was about World War II. And I saw a lot of people kind of comment about that, but I don't know. It's a, it's a film. It's not, it's not meant to, you know, offend anybody. So Evidently. either, either you like it or you don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, so that's going on. Another thing in uh, other news, uh, just kind of recapping this past week. Last Sunday, we got our first, well, technically second new episode of uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. And uh, I, Cassie, you haven't watched it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Rick Mansing Um, the Stone. Rick Mansing the Stone. It's, uh, they do a lot of parodying of Mad Max Fury Road in it. Ooh. And it was just, it was phenomenal. I loved it. Um, here, if you guys look on the live stream, we have some screenshots from the episode pulled up. And uh, it was just, it was an all-around good time. I enjoyed it. Nice. Um, 
<laughs> just the the line where uh, Summer says that thing where she was like, isn't there some senseless adventure we can go on? And Rick goes, uh, no, but I'm willing to take advantage of your uh, weakness just as much as any other church. What was it? Political organization or Olympics gym trainer or something yeah. like that. It was really fun. And, and then she's like, uh, something about Carpe, uh, Carpe Diem. Uh, oh yeah. At the beginning where yeah, <laughs> Carpe, called Carpe Diem Morty. And he goes, you don't even know what that means. Look it up. And she goes, yeah. Well, that's what nerds do while the rest of us are carping all them DMs. <laughs> yeah, that was like that was like one of the best. It was funny, yeah. um, but no, carping it was DMs. I really one of my favorite parts about it was the E. B. White reference. Did you catch that one? Do you know who E. B. White is? You guys? Yes. Okay. Um, there was this thing where they're when they're talking about like, do you guys ever use that Thunderdome over there? And oh, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. don't you mean the Blood Dome? And he's like, save it for the Semantics Dome, E.B. White. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I did catch that. Yeah, I, I just, I thought that was great. I was really, I, I that episode I thought was really good. Yeah. I thought it was very good. I'm excited for. You, have you seen what the next episode is going to be, Cass? No, I have not. It's going to be Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. Uh, all I can hear when I say that is because um, I just watched um, what was it Big Trouble and Tiny Rick and uh, the episode where he turns into a teenager oh yeah 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 and yeah. every time I hear Pickle Rick I just think Tiny Rick yeah <laughs> oh goodness gracious but um, we teased this a little bit at the beginning um, we are going to be talking about Jake Paul today now I am uh, told that just an hour ago he dropped the disc track. This is true. I just saw. We it. haven't watched it yet, but I am dying to see this. I can only um, imagine can how live? I pitifully bad it is. I don't know that we can do it live quite yet. Um, oh, darn it! But I <laughs> the the Jake Paul thing continues to be my favorite meme of the century. Um, I, <laughs> I was telling Cassidy about this earlier. We we're driving up here and, um, about how you got Ronan to any time. <laughs> tell, tell everybody what you do, what Ronan does. Uh, so, um, we, we were kind of messing around and, um, at, we were just, uh, at the house and, um, he, the one day he, um, stuck his face in his arm and I was like, are you dabbing? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And I said, are you dabbing on them haters? And now he's, he's like doing it all the time. I'm just like, Ugh. earlier we were working on the, uh, working at your house and yeah. I just call working Ronan in. Working on the studio. From, yeah. I call Ronan in from the other room and I just be like, hey Ronan, what do you do to the haters? And you just dab. And I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Training those kids right. One of the kids you watch totally, okay, this is a great story. Okay. You, you got to tell this for everybody. So... One of the boys I watch, mm-hmm. he had this really cool YouTube video to show me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's my new favorite video. It's from one of my favorite YouTubers. <laughs> he goes, and it has this really cool line at the end. He goes, and I'll see you tomorrow because it's every day, bro. My face pales. <laughs> no! Fuck boy numero uno. <laughs> Cringe every day, bro. Oh my gosh. Um, we'll talk about that um, 
coming up here. But first, we need to take a quick time out. Thank you for joining us again. This is My Mental Breakdown live here on YouTube here from Central Ohio. We'll be right back. And uh, remember, stay sane, everybody. You're listening to My Mental Breakdown, the podcast. This episode is made possible by The Wool Exchange. You can go to thewoolexchange.shop to see a complete breakdown of all their prices and hours. This episode is also made possible by our valued patrons at Patreon. You can go visit our Patreon page to see how you can help support the show. Do it or Caleb will stab me. You know, it was kind of interesting in the break, um, Matt Deucing, D over here, pointed out how the scientists said something about how spiders can, what was it again? Uh, uh, spiders could eat us all in, in under a year and still be hungry if all the spiders just kind of decided unionized unionized <laughs> and decided to say fuck humanity and that's that's all spiders from the common house spider all the way up to like the you know the huge ass uh, bird eaters and the camel spiders yeah. if all of them just decided to say hey we want to take over the planet which if you read Lovecraft will happen eventually <laughs> uh, when after our sun is exploded and our, our earth is just a husk of rock um, the spider arachnoid anyway at that point um, I won't care <laughs> <laughs> spiders could theoretically eat every human on earth in one year and still be hungry so next time you see a spider on the wall and you want to kill it just remember he might eat your face if you miss there you go i have known this my whole life i don't know why we that, that's what happened to point that's out. what happened in jimmy hoffa that's how he that's what that's what happened to his body you don't, the spider you don't know that. <laughs> that hey the spiders found out and they they got rid of him mm-hmm. when i was a kid like my dad was a truck driver and he were he was part of a teamsters mm-hmm and he'd always joke, I know where Jimmy Hoffa is. And hearing that growing up, I didn't know what he meant. <laughs> and as I, you know, get older, I'm like, maybe he did know. <laughs> he didn't tell anybody. Ah, oh, this is me, Rod. I mean, uh, this is D. And thanks for listening to My Mental Breakdown, the podcast. Hi, it's Cassidy. When the guys need to get a haircut, there's only one way to go. The Wool Exchange. The Wool Exchange is located in historic downtown Lancaster, right off Main Street. Whether you're looking for a fade or a shave, the barbers at the Wool Exchange provide great-looking results. So next time you're in need of a high-quality haircut at a great price, go and check out the Wool Exchange. You can learn more by visiting thewoolexchange.shop. And welcome back, everybody. This is My Mental Breakdown, the podcast live here from Central Ohio. I'm your host, Caleb. Jake Paulers. Jake Paulers. <laughs> and I'm Cassidy. Uh, so during the break, we watched a little bit of that diss track in quotations, maybe, if that's what you want to call it. I, it, it was bad. It was bad. I just I'm watching on mute to read the lyrics right now. Yeah. It's still bad. <laughs> Here here's the thing I took from it is I don't think there's enough post production that can make that He sounded good. like he was trying to be post Malone like hardcore. Wait, where were y'all at when Selena left Disney? You didn't talk shit to her, but now you talk shit to me. What? 
because she wasn't lighting fires in her backyard and getting sued by her neighbors. <laughs> oh, did you hear about his recent stuff? No, now I want to know. Oh, he was uh, he was egging or he was throwing eggs. Him and his dude, two, ten crew. Dude, you ain't Justin Bieber, dog. <laughs> Where were y'all at when the neighbors liked me? <laughs> what did it say? They all. Where wanted, were you at before the neighbors hated me? They wanted pictures, and now they trying to play me. Dude, he is. Dude, he's I, like I, he's either bipolar or just dumb. Look at he's dumb. He is that he is he's what like, was it what was it you said like on our last episode was something like he was just like certifiably dumb or something I like don't that. Know, it was something but, beautiful. As I he is just he is outstandingly stupid. I mean he's got enough brain cells to put pants on, I guess. I guess that's about no. the only thing you can he's got the going shirt's for him. too much work though. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to get one of the team ten. He's got to get what, what's the two twins from Spain? Oh, I have no idea. I don't pay that close attention to team ten. I really don't. Uh, <laughs> I just I think it's hilarious. Um, oh, I've been the, ripping the on Nick thing. Crompton like something. Yeah, you have. Like, you really have. I know. Um, I, your Twitter's I, been pretty good with the Nick Crompton stuff. Yeah, I, I mean it's been on point. I mean, he does look like donkey lips. <laughs> Yeah. He's something. Yeah. I want to mail him a globe. Yes. I so mail- he knows where England is. Okay. So if everyone's okay with this, we'll go ahead and create a group me or uh, what is it? GoFundMe? <laughs> we'll, we'll do a GoFundMe to buy Nick Crumpton a, a globe. globe. Get it mailed and, and to then, the Team 10 house. Yeah. We'll mail it to the Team 10 house. And then what we'll do is we'll go ahead and circle where uh, England is, the country. England is my city, and, and no, I'm not and, from and Compton. Then, and then what we'll do is we'll circle like where London is. Yeah, you got it. Well, I don't know if he's from London or not, but I, I know, know he's from. But you I know, know England yeah. is his city, so <laughs> not Compton. If you were ever mistaken, oh, trust me, I guarantee he was. <sighs> so we we all know and love fuckboy number one, Jake Paul. We all know him. Such a tool. <laughs> well. Ohio's worse since Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> okay, so we just need At least a, we got interesting documentaries out of Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Fair, I guess. <laughs> I, I just want to go ahead and put it out there. I am sorry to the rest of the world. We're not all like this. We're not all, We're like, not all this, like this. But I am sorry that he was bred on our soil and he spread <laughs> like cancer. And he wrapped... He tried... Okay, so... That that so okay so we all kind of question his parenting right like where are his parents aren't his parents ashamed uh, no they're not ashamed his parents um, are just as cringy yeah so the Paul family is the cringe family the cringe the family. cringers <laughs> the cringers with the an cringe. S <laughs> remember there's an S so um. They did this video called the kissing contest parentheses me versus my dad. Is that not the cringiest title? Just that's clickbait if I've ever seen it. But then it's not. Yeah. It's like, like that's the kind of thing. It's like I was trapped in a dungeon with goblins. And it's like and, and the thing is, like, if you look here on the screen, Jake Paul does a lot of these. Like he does this. Who's a better kisser? Sexual content. 
Like, and he does, he's has like four or five of these. And they're all like, he's done, he's done this a whole lot. So the interesting thing is, this isn't a new thing that he's done. It's just weird that his dad got involved on this. Um, oh, like father, like son. Yeah. The apple didn't fall too far from the tree. No, his, his dad's about as, uh, <laughs> his dad is El Padre de Cringe. So, real fast, break down what happened in this video. Okay, so basically what happened in this video is they were doing this... They were hanging out at the Team 10... I assume it was the Team 10 house. I would assume so. And um, it was, like, at the end of this vlog. Like, most of the vlog is just them, like, racing go-karts. Like, it's it has nothing to do with this part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're at the house, and they're talking about, like, Jake and his dad are being just weird and cringy and talking about who they think would be a wetter kisser which is weird i can't imagine having that conversation with my dad um or any any parental figure uh it's almost like insert barney stinson challenge accepted (laughs) so they basically do this thing where one of the guys in the team 10 is like well there's this girl inside and if you put like what was it a pop tag or something on like her location or whatever she'll do it like she'll kiss like whoever something like that so they blindfold her and they take turns kissing this girl and i mean they would have the blindfold her showing her some 50 year old (laughs) and it, it it starts out with uh with jake and el hijo del cringe but um, so it starts off with Jake and then like another one of the other team 10 kids comes up and does it and then father comes up and joins and like he really goes after it and it's like it's not just once it's not just twice. twice it was really cringy to watch it was really bad and um so that happened so I did a little digging because I was curious come to find out the Paul brothers aren't the only ones who have an internet presence oh no oh no both of his parents do vlogs and they're just as bad yeah I saw the the new one where it's uh, like Papa vlog or something like that well she no she got uh, his mom got a Cartier necklace from Jake Paul I, I saw the other yeah. day. Yeah. I, I saw that and I was just His like... His name's Ooh. Greg. I just looked it up. Greg Paul. Yeah. Hey, thanks to the internet. So um, someone happened to post the phone numbers of the Paul family on H3, H3 <laughs> Was uh, it on the Reddit page? No, or? it was on the Twitter page. Okay. Uh, for It was in one of the comments. It was actually right above uh, my comment of Uncle Fester and uh, Nick Crompton. So, you look very surprised at something, Cassie. What's going oh, on? Oh no, I just know people who went to the same high school as the Paul brothers. I just realized. Oh shoot! From my research. Oh wow! Where oh. did they go to high school at? Um, they grew up in Westlake, is what I can see. Just yeah. a suburb of Cleveland. It's just outside of Cleveland. Yeah. It's just I. <laughs> that whole thing. It just. I'm the, what it. I'm just, Okay. Sorry. The the whole thing like with this kind of blows my mind a little bit. Just look at this. Look at Jake's face. 
he's like right up behind his dad who's being a weirdo with this like I don't she has, there's no way she's more older than 20 no way she's like a, she's like a fan or something she's some yeah I, I, I no she was like a, I remember reading she was like a fan that's even weirder because she's probably younger than that then yeah that's weird yeah I, I mean I don't yeah. his fan base is like 12 13 14 15. That's weird. It's cringy. That's really it's very cringy. <laughs> well, here's the thing that I took from uh, Jake Paul's dad is he's like he's almost like that guy that just got out of a crappy divorce and he's trying to get back in the like the dating pool. So you like Sean Spicer? No. He's just going working out again. <laughs> he's going to work going out. Going to the gym. But yeah, like he's trying to get back in the dating pool and he's looking for younger women. Yeah, I think they're yeah. about like forty years too young, yeah, dude. Yeah, is yeah. <laughs> I just I, the thing is, like, I I I can't wait to really watch that diss track later. Honestly, I can't wait to watch that and just fully take in the cringe because it was uh, this whole team ten thing. And and I know I keep going back to a lot of the same points when we talk about YouTube, but a lot of it ends up coming back to the same thing is it, it's this clickbait. I, I mean, think about this. Do you, I'm thinking. You, oh, oh, are you? Oh, yes, I'm okay. thinking about what you're about to say. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready for it? All right. Get ready for this. So. Like, if you remember any of those, I remember, like, Joey Salads did a lot of those, especially during the election. The, like... um, Trump stuff. Like, yeah, a lot of the stuff with the Trump people, like, the All Lives Matter stuff, and it's, like, they're obviously fake. And so now you have things like this where... I remember when YouTube was Retinlink. (laughs) I remember back in the day when it was just good, wholesome fun. And now it's just, it's cringe fest, man. It's bad. This is bad. As we say this as we're live well, streaming and then, on YouTube. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, YouTube is so bad, we say to YouTube. YouTube is terrible. This It's the worst. It's absolutely deplorable. No, here's the thing. YouTube is great in itself, minus the idiots that think they can put crap on there. I mean... This is the thing. Like, I know you watch Keemstar a lot, and I, I like Keemstar a little bit, but, like, the whole drama alert thing, like, there was that that thing that he did yesterday about YouTube Civil War or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I just I sat there and rolled my there. eyes. Because I'm like, who get, who care? Listen, who cares about... I don't, I don't even know who KSI is, and I'm big into the YouTube community, all right? Yeah. I don't know. I... The, the most notable thing that the, the only reason I know of Team 10 is because he's so cringy. I mean, I feel like you'd kind of find Jake Paul one way or another on YouTube how big he's gotten. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. It's the whole thing for me with this whole Jake Paul thing is it really seems like it, I, I promise we're going to stop talking about it after this because I don't want to feed the beast anymore. Because I like at this point now are is that like i think that's all that's happening anymore is the more you acknowledge this the more you feed it i agree yeah. all right well very insightful i'm sorry <laughs> you just, 
hit the nail on the head. That's how awesome. No, I, I mean when you watch Jake Paul's videos, it's just like this mashup of like garbage. Well, like there's no substance to it whatsoever. It, it, it really, there really isn't, and it's one of those things where you sit and watch. Like, did you see the reaction video he did to H three H three and PewDiePie? Oh yeah. Did you watch the whole video or just the thing from H three? Uh, just the thing from H three. I watched the whole video so I can spoil it for you. You didn't miss anything. Go ahead. Because literally he only put the parts in the video on Ethan's video that had any content because it was like a 10 minute video and outside of the clips he showed, it's just Jake staring at the screen like an idiot. Just. Uh, yeah, wow, it, it has an ass. So well, just, it, it has, that, yeah. just look at that beautiful face. Just looking like a moron staring at the screen. I mean, the caption works. Fuckboy number uno. Yeah. Hashtag fuckboy. I'm so glad you did not acquire a screen grab of our man Greg Paul in his OU garb. Oh my gosh. In the video, he's wearing an Ohio University shirt, which is the school that I attend, if you did not know. And I screamed and I said, no, (laughs) this is not what I want. This is not what I planned. (laughs) I was just, it's... Hey, maybe he'll donate a wing like Ailes did. You know, (laughs) we sent that money money back. Did they really? I'm pretty sure we did. Wow. I remember I was in the journalism building as they were like scraping his name off the wall. That was right after the whole sex scandal thing. Speaking, okay, speaking of which, I sent this article... To Cassidy earlier today. Speaking of Fox News, um, I got to pull this up because I got to share this with uh, with my man Matt over here. Okay. So, our boy Eric Bowling from Fox News mm-hmm. uh, has yeah we multiple, hang out all the yeah, time yeah he's 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 a dude. Um, Fox News host Eric Bowling accused of sending lewd photos to female coworkers. And it's a lot like it's what was it like a dozen sources or something like that or like a dozen women or something. along. It's insane. Yeah. Like it's wild. And it's just one of the things where you keep looking at it. You're like, huh, man, really? Eric Bowling? Fox News? Really? It's almost like there's a theme there. Huh. And it was like when the whole thing with Sean Hannity came out and it was like, Oh, the White House and Sean Hannity were like pushing a, that fake narrative about what was the thing. Um, the DNC staffer. Yeah, the DNC staffer. And like, I'm just sitting there looking at it. I'm like, when is. I, I want to know when people are going to wake up to that. I, that's why I want to know because it literally. Like, it, it's. When you have a White House that's literally like straight up lying. I, I don't know. Yeah. Speak, I, well, I mean. I mean, yeah. people were kind of just kind of waking up and just kind of like, I guess, yeah, I it's know. a load of crap, you know. Well, we'll talk more about that after the break. We'll be coming back. We do have to talk about the fact that the mooch is gone. The mooch. The, the mooch. mooch. He was there for a whole 10 days. Well, we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in. This is my mental breakdown of the podcast. We'll be right back. Matt Dusing made it made an observation when while we were at break about the tiger. By the way, is so I wanted to see the article, and she showed me that the headline actually had more information 
than the, than article, the actual itself. article itself. Good job, Telegraph. <laughs> like, <laughs> here, can you spin it around really quick? Like, and it reads as such: Floyd Mayweather struggles to control pet tiger in busy hotel room. That's the headline. That sounds super interesting. And that's really all the information you need. <laughs> but like, you see it, and you're like, well, I want to know more. And you scroll down, and it's just like she read: uh, Pete is pissed. Uh, tigers are bad pets. It doesn't actually tell you what happened. Like, did the tiger break a fucking couch? Did it tear up the bed? Did you know were the cops? Did it called? kill somebody? Right? Were the cops called? Did they have to trank it? You know, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's a couple million dollars. No, it's just everything that you need to know. Apparently, is in the title of the article. It's like someone had a slow news day, and they're like, "Well, this sounds interesting. Well, what are we going to write about?" Mm-hmm. Something. I, 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 w- I would pencil this into the the bad judgment column. Like who, where'd you get this? What was the news source? The Telegraph. The Telegraph, okay. Way to phone it in, Telegraph. Well, I, I say like we have just as much... Uh... <laughs> Never mind. I was our, news, our news is just as reliable as theirs, apparently. Uh, evidently. Thanks for listening to My Mental Breakdown, the podcast. This episode is brought to you by The Wool Exchange. You can go to thewoolexchange.shop to see a complete breakdown of all their prices and hours. Again, that's thewoolexchange.shop. And we're back. This is My Mental Breakdown, the podcast, live and in color. Here on YouTube. From high definition. S- high definition. Amazing Technicolor. Amazing yeah. Technicolor. Uh, yes, thank yes. you all for <laughs> thank you all for joining us. Uh, it is again, it's Saturday evening, and uh, I'm glad you all glad y'all stopped by. Glad y'all came in. Y'all. Y'all. So glad. But um so we talked a little bit there before the break about um the whole thing where Anthony Scaramucci the mooch <laughs> he was only is, mooching for 10 days he is out fun fact uh, that was a few days ago wait listen to my fun fact All right, fun fact his official start date was August 10th so he actually worked negative days really yeah really mm-hmm. so he, oh, he he officially had what's wow. bad <laughs> The first person to ever work negative days for the White House. Does, does that mean he has to pay back the White House? <laughs> you tweeted out something really funny the other day. Or it was something like, I feel bad for AP poli oh, oh. kids. Or... AP U.S. history students have to remember all of Trump's cabinet replacements. Like, it would probably require... <laughs> It probably requires a bigger textbook like that has to be updated every other week. <laughs> Sean Spicer, Anthony Scaramucci. That would be the biggest chapter <laughs> of that textbook. It's like 90% of the book. It's like a hit list of fallen soldiers. <laughs> it's Schindler's list of <laughs> Schindler's list of staffers. It's, it's Trumper's list. Remember, there's an S at the end. <laughs> No. Donnie's list. <laughs> Donnie Trumpers. Donnie. <laughs> Go to uh, Donnie. Good old Donnie. Did Donnie. You, did you see that Donald Trump is not on vacation right now? Oh, he's not? No. Um, He's at like a resort slash golf country club place in New Jersey. And he's working every day, he said in a tweet. Every day, bro. But there's a picture of him on the golf course today. And like, it's fine to take a vacation, but why would you lie? <laughs> 
he's taking so many breaks. It's it's insane. Like, just like he's taking more golf breaks than Obama did yeah. in his entire eight years. And we're what? Well, that's because the Mooch is the best golfer. No. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Trump is the best golfer of all time, according to the Mooch. <laughs> He's just, just remember last week I told you he taught Steph Curry that sweet three point shot. He gave him that sweet shot. Mm-hmm. It's so like I said, your two rings are because of uh, your man Donnie, <laughs> Donnie Trump. Donnie Trump. I just I uh, this whole 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 thing with Donald Trump. I was talking to a friend about this the other day. Um, because you saw Robert Mueller got a grand jury now for the um investigation into the Russia I, stuff. I mean, I kind of just yeah, you know, it, it's getting whatever. real. Yeah. And um, so we were, I was looking at it, and we were talking. I was talking to my friend about this. Uh, we were changing brake pads and stuff, and I was talking to him, and I was like. This presidency is the worst. And it's not... And, and yeah, there is the, the policy part of it. But from, like, the psychological standpoint of it, you think it's got as bad as it can get, and then it gets worse. No, it gets much worse. And, and that's the thing that's crazy about it, because it's like... It, think back to when, like, all of this started, where it's... Who was it first? Um, his... Um, the guy who left, the general, um, who... I can't think of his name all of a sudden. He was on his staff. He was defense secretary or something like that. You should know this, Cass. Jeez. I'm sorry. Um, I took a push in 2013. I didn't have to memorize You this. pay attention to all this stuff. You're my, you're my I, go-to. I don't get in the political ball. Anyway, when all that stuff first started happening, when the collusion talks with Russia started, you're like, oh, it's it, this seems like it's, you know, maybe it was just the outside rim. Mm-hmm. And then you hear about- Oh, your, Mike Flynn? Thank you. You are like 30 minutes late to every party. That is not true. Jake, it's like the Jake Paul's party. I over party. Gosh. <laughs> but so it started off with like the Mike Flynn stuff. Yeah. And then I don't remember what was in between that and Jared Kushner, but then you had Jared Kushner. And then there was the Donald Trump Jr. stuff. And then you find out that his statement was false. Then you find out that Donald Trump himself wrote the false statement. And it's just, it just every time uh, is, I posted an article from the Washington Post and some ex-CIA uh, officials uh, were, were talking about it. And they're like, this is not how an innocent person acts. And I, yeah. it's, I, I mean, that's the thing is you look at this and you're like, he is so combative. This is not normal behavior, man. I just feel like I feel like we're in the Matrix in <laughs> like this is a bad simulation. Like, man. yeah, just like shit just went to hell enough scandal for multiple presidencies. Seriously. And this is the first six months. Yeah. Months. Months. I mean, that's the thing that's wild about it is if this is a simulation this must be like that episode of Rick and Morty where they dialed it back down to 5% and it's like now get ready for human music yes (laughs) yes (laughs) hungry for apples that's what it feels like though because everything is so ludicrous right now I I don't know it's I, I know as far as this stuff goes I'm 
with the Trump stuff, it really makes me look at it and go, this isn't about like, because I know a lot of people who are like, oh, you're just mad Hillary losses. I don't, I didn't really want Hillary that much to begin with. I wanted her more than Trump, Mm -hmm. but I, I'm not butthurt that she lost. No. Um, I am, however, upset that, you know, we do know that Russia hacked several voting locations in several states that's been confirmed. We do know that the Kremlin and the now president had not necessarily him, but his staff had communications with Russian officials. Well, they actually proved like all the hacking stuff at DEFCON. Yeah. Well, they proved that it could happen, but they knew it happened. Like states confirmed that they had gotten hacked like what it was a month ago or something Mm -hmm. like that. And so it's one of those things where you look at this and I'm and this is not a anti-Trump. Look, if Trump was if Trump was doing policy stuff, mm-hmm. I can, that's fine. I can disagree. With, I don't agree with your policies, but I can we can disagree and have a discussion. Right. This is different because right now we're dealing with an issue of a foreign power influenced an election and the reason that is a big deal i I don't why do i have to explain why that's a big deal in the first place that's what blows my mind yeah the craziest part to me is that in order to get sanctions on russia we had to back trump into a corner yeah because with that bill they basically made it so that he had to sign it and like it was it took away his power of veto yeah because they had enough people to override his veto. Yeah. And that's how they constructed the bill. So it had to... It had to go through. Well, you know things are bad when you have to like look for loopholes like that. Things are bad when Democrats yeah. and Republicans start working together. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like... Here's the thing. Lindsey Graham and I could very easily not be very... We do not agree on a lot politically. Mm-hmm. But he's my... I love him right now. Because he's like the one Republican outside of like John McCain. John McCain's he's a guy. He's he's really though in his defense like he's probably gonna die unfortunately, which is that that whole brain cancer thing is terrible. It's really far ahead. I know it is. It's really sad. It's just really blunt. But I mean, on that token, he's not running for re-election. Yeah, he's got the best interest of his state at heart. Right. Not keeping on party lines right. and re-election. Right. I figured out the conspiracy. All right. Okay. You ready for this one? This better be good, Matt. This one's good. Okay, so Trump is being bad on purpose so he can bring people together because people realize that he's so inherently bad that What is this, Watchmen? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's Watchmen. <laughs> but every, like, everyone sees that he's so bad He's so not that smart. Democrat. He used to be Republican that smart. He's just an old dude. And crazy people and SJWs and everyone just coming together. One big happy right. family to throw out Daddy Daddy Donnie. Daddy Donnie. Trumpers. Well, and Cass, you bring up an interesting thing because you had you read some article where they were talking about how like he is can like showing signs of Oh. Yeah. So legally no one can, who's never treated him can diagnose him right. with anything because that's how medical and psychological things work. 
mm-hmm. and it bre- breaches confidentiality to try and diagnose someone as unethical. Right. But the article, it was a video, mm-hmm. but they played videos of him speaking in the 80s. And he's a smart, articulate, yeah. quick-witted guy. Yeah. And you look at his speech patterns here in 2017 at 71 years old, and he rambles and gets lost, and his vocabulary is much more limited than it used to be, which is one of the signs of someone who has the earlier stages of dementia. Right. And I'm not saying he has it, but it was really interesting to see the contrast between him speaking in 1980. Right. Versus now, what thirty-ish years later? Right. Yeah, because when you when you watch some of that stuff, like he was really, like you could really like the guy. Yeah, I mean, he's very he was very charismatic right. back then. Well, and that's the thing. Like you read the art. Like I read the art of the deal, and I'll tell you what. Like you read it and you like him mm-hmm. because like, and that's the thing. Like he he's not. That's what makes this whole thing very strange to me. Right. Is everything feels very off about the whole situation. Um, but I, I don't know. Everybody in the comments or on Twitter, let us know what you. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly certain I could get a good guess of what most people feel like about it. But, um, it, I think it's that that thing you brought up, Cassidy, with the dementia thing's very interesting. Um, because it is true, he he is a lot different than he was. I mean, yeah. and most people would be different, but it's, it's, like it's very strange. New York Times article where there's so much like garbled like yeah where he's just stops speaking words mm-hmm. like he just mumbles and makes up stuff like where you can't understand what he's saying because when you transcribe an interview and you mm-hmm. can't make it out it's not like crosstalk but it says garbled but it's indistinguishable words and there and was a ton of that hmm. in the interview wow i don't know i mean i think at the end of the day i just kind of hope that Everything just kind of works out. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this hopefully point, I just hopefully he keeps it together. All, all I ask is that we get to the bottom of the Russia stuff. That's really all I care yeah. about. And Save uh, healthcare. Well, yeah, that too. That was that was that was phenomenal. John McCain, my boy. That did you see the video of him that his my vote girls. no? Yeah. Susan Collins, Elisa Murkowski. They were there the whole time. <laughs> If you're listening, Caleb just shoved the microphone. Because you're my not mouth. talking into the mic. Stop hitting my face with the microphone. <laughs> talking to the microphone. Into the microphone. You like Matt used to do this too, where Matt would, when we first started doing this, Matt would be like, "Yeah." So I was out at the store the other day, and then we started doing this thing. And he like Caleb's he, leaning back as he does that for reference. But you could hear how I drift away. And so, well, Cassidy can. She's not wearing headphones. They but, weren't working. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> now I'm yelling. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now I'm Somebody's like. He's got right a two. Now, now I'm like right up on the mic. So. Yeah. You do. I mean, both of you do a good job for the most part. Eat the mic. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I feel germy. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting bacteria in my mouth. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, on that note, 
Uh, thank you all for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you all for stopping into the first live episode of My Mental Breakdown, the podcast. And live. Uh, live. Live. Live from Central Ohio. It's My Mental Breakdown. I love you, Cleveland. <laughs> But uh, yeah, thank you all for for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Make sure you hit that like button and that subscribe button. That really does mean a lot to us. That helps us out a lot. And uh, cringe pollers unite a lot. Yeah, cringe pollers unite. And just remember, it's you know El Padre de Cringe. You gotta say Has- it with you gotta hashtag, li- yeah. hashtag hashtag El Padre de Cringe the, the cringe the cringe. Can I end the podcast? Oh, go for sure, it. Go Wait, ahead. no, I want you to do the. I just want to say the tagline. You have to do the rest of it. (laughs) Well, thank you everybody for joining us today. Uh, It's been a pleasure and uh, we will be back next Saturday again, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm Caleb. Jake Paulers. I'm Cassidy. Stay sane, everybody.